0: glad to see everybody sitting. Um, So glad to see your wonderful faces. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. God is good. Genesis chapter 22, verse 2 to 12. Genesis chapter 22, verse 2 to 12. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah, and offer him there as a burnt sacrifice on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning and settled his donkey and took one of his young men, and took two of his young men, with him and Isaac his son, and he split the wood for the burnt offering. And arose and went to the place of which God had commanded him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. The Lord and I shall go yonder and worship. And we will come back to you. So Abraham took the wood of the bent offering and laid it on his son Isaac. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife. And the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father... And he said, here am I, my son. Then he said, look, the fire and the wood. Here I am, my son. Then he said, look, the fire and the wood. But here is a lamb for a burnt offering. Where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, my son. God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And bought Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife. To slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven. And said Abraham, Abraham. So he said here am I. And he said do not lay your hand on the lad. I do not lay your hand on the wall. On the Lord, Or do anything to him. For I now know. That you fear God. Since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me, Amen. I want you to look at the face of your neighbor and say, "Neighbor, God is counting on you." I want you to look at your neighbor with some level of e- some 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 attitude and say, "Neighbor, God is counting on you." Amen. <laughs> It is so profound when you look at this text carefully. The word "counting on someone" means to depend on someone to do what you want or expect them to do. So the the confinement of the counting on somebody is not that somebody will do what they want to do, but they do what you want them to do. Another meaning say to rely. Uh, When somebody is counting on you, he begins to rely on you. To rely on somebody, you know, sometimes when you are feeling tired in the bus, you want to sleep, you want to lean on something. It means that if that thing that you are leaning on should go off, it means that you fall so badly. How many of you have leaned on something before? Some writer even said, lean on me. To rely means to depend on someone with full trust or confidence. A man put it this way. He said, "The worst part about being so small is that I always have to rely on someone. I can go anywhere on my own. so I am always dependent. I can't run or walk too fast. If I was taller for a day, I could just go far. I could just go off on my own independently. That is a disadvantage of being a child when you have to depend, rely on someone. It means that uh, uh, there was an event that happened uh, not too long ago, and... This boy is going for a party, you know. He's been invited to a birthday party, and, and it's about one hour drive from here, and daddy can't take the boy. So a uh, neighbor proposed and said, you know, I'm going to use my car, so I'm going anyway, I will pick you up. Now this boy woke up in the morning, took a shower, waiting for this guy to come, but unfortunately the guy didn't come the time he said he would come. And this boy woke up and came to mommy and said, Mommy, I think this guy coming to pick me up has forgotten about me. And mom said, Don't worry, he will come. If he doesn't come, it means that you aren't going. This boy has put his confidence in the person coming to pick him up. At the end of the day, the disappointment, the inability of this one to come, means that that boy will not go for the party. But it doesn't matter how well this boy wants to go to the party, he's relying. Now sometimes when God has got intent and plans to execute in the midst of men and he's just seen somebody like you and he's counting on you, it doesn't matter what he's got in his mind, if you are not available, he can execute his purpose. Because of time, I'm just going to try as much as I can to to deal with the subject so carefully here. Now we saw in the text over here that We know the circumstances that gave birth to Abraham, that gave birth to Isaac. You and I know the story carefully. We know that it was out of delay, out of uh, uh, unnatural circumstance, that gave the birth of Isaac. Now, my Bible says that God, when you look at the verse number one, it is so, verse number one and two, you could see that God is really selective. He's really choosy. I want you to give me your son. And I want you to give me your only son, even though there was uh, 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 Ishmael But he he knows what he wants. He's so particular. He said, I want you to give me your son, your only son, whom you love. And I I don't want you to just give it to me. I want you to wake up. And sometimes you have to understand that this was not a young man who is going to move away from the house. But this is an elderly person who is, uh, this morning I I was just looking through the window and I saw a lady, a lady. I will not tell you the age of the lady, but I saw the lady doing like this. And I concluded, if I should tell you that there was somebody doing like that. And I ask you that, what is this lady doing? Is she running or walking? You will tell me that you don't know. And obviously, maybe you will tell me that she's, she's not running, she's walking. But if I tell you that this lady who is doing that kind of... You know, when I look at her, I saw that she was walking. But deep down in the movement, as it's like running. But I also decided to look through the window to check whether it was a young girl or an elderly person then i realized that this was somebody in their 80s or 90s then i concluded it doesn't matter what people say she believes she's running because when time when age catches you up there are things you were doing before a young person will run so speedily but this one knows that i haven't got the capacity to run that fast but the benefit i'm getting in the walking Running is as good as a young person also running. Abraham has been chosen by God and he said, I want you to give me your son. Now I want you to understand that we understand that Abraham had to give Isaac. Come on, shout, Isaac. God is not saying, Ishmael, he said, I want you to give me Isaac. Now I want you to understand that the action of Abraham has got the potency to bring catastrophic image or, or event in the future if Abraham is not ready to succumb to the dictatorship of God. Now Abraham action, I will tell you, it is not just a plan. Action of Abraham is a seed, which means that it is not just for its current or present uh, gratification, but it is for the future gratification. When Isaac was being offered, it was not just for the people during that time that benefited, but most often it is those who were in the future who benefited. And there are some of us hearing the sound of my voice. If you benefit the fullness of the blessing, of the pleasure, instantly now, it means the event is more of a fruit than a seed. When an event is a fruit, it means you eat it all and it loses itself. It means you enjoy it today and tomorrow you don't have it. But the action of Abraham was a seed pregnant for the next generation. Yes, some of us hearing the sound of my voice the demand that heaven is counting on you on. It is not just for your present satisfaction, but for the future that lies ahead of us. Because the future is awaiting for the manifestation of that seed. I want you to understand that when God was dealing with Abraham, he had in mind Jesus. I want you to understand, yet, here, the mighty hey. God Himself instructed Abraham to offer his only son for sacrifice. It was for an act, it's, it's an act of a seed for the future benefit. Although Judaism sees the purpose merely as a point of testing Abraham's faith. Christianity understand the full topological significance of what took place as a signpost pointing to the most significant event in all history when another father will offer his only son upon the same mountain this offering of isaac is a self-constructed divine pattern which pointed to the redeeming sacrifice of jesus upon the cross many years later that's this is true can be seen from the numerous topological correlation between the event of of of, of Isaac and the event on the cross. Point number one, the reason why we're saying that Abraham, obeying God, gave God the assurance that the future is secured with the appearance of Jesus. How did I know? It said the first point is that Isaac and Jesus are both promised child, miraculously conceived. Uh, in all of them, they were born out of mystery. The city of the abet make the correlation so significant over here. Now you will understand the second point. It's Isaac and Jesus are called their father. Their father called them their special sons. They were all special to their father. In John chapter 3, verse 16, he said, For God so loved the word that he gave it holy begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him will not perish but have everlasting life. In Romans chapter 8, verse 32, he said, Who did not spare his own son, but delivered him over, praise the Lord. Romans chapter five verse ten says, "We are we were con- reconciled to God through the death of a Son." In First John chapter t- chapter four verse nine to ten, says God sent His only Son, which means that He sent His only begotten Son to bring redemption to us. When Abraham was offering Isaac, he didn't know that it all was mapped into the conception of a divine assignment. Both of them were, both of them are to be sacrificed by their loving father. What does it mean? It means that their father had to sacrifice them. The fourth point is that both are to be sacrificed in the same place. They were sacrificed on the mountain of Maria, which means that if Abraham had not obeyed God and sent in sending the sun on the same place, the same mountain, it would have counterfeited, it would have obstructed what he wanted to do. Precious one, under the sound of my voice, God wants something to be done, and that which he wants to be done must conform to his prophecy, tap your neighbor and say, God is counting on you. Uh, I want you to understand it is so clear. Point number five. Both are to be, uh, both are to be a sacrificial lamb to God uh, on the wood, which means that uh, when Abraham was listening to God, uh, it made the appearance of Jesus uh, to conform with the prophetic pattern. Uh, there is somebody here under the sound of my voice. Uh, God is giving you instruction uh, and you want to alterate it. Uh, you want to change its form, uh, but I'm here to tell you that god has got a bigger plan and because he has got a bigger plan he's got a bit up a better future and if you are trade to what he has intended for you you will not be able to see the fullness of his glory tap your neighbor and say neighbor don't trade the plans of god Oh, I'm dealing with the subject. I'll be with you in a minute. <laughs> the sick pointed that both carried their own wood uh, up on their back to die on. Which means uh, that what God is saying when Abraham uh, was listening to God, when he took the wood from the servant. Uh, some of you, uh, if you were in the days of Abraham, uh, you would have said that Abraham, uh, Abraham would have could have said that uh, Isaac was too young. Therefore, uh, I wouldn't allow him to carry the wood. Which means that uh, if Abraham has done that it. Would have made the prophetic word that was predestined before the foundation of the world to be counterfeited. But when Abraham was not so emotional, was not so sentimental, but was so spiritually inclined, my Bible said when he let go the wood from the servant and gave it to Isaac, it conformed to the prophetic word. There is somebody under the sound of my voice. God has given you divine mandate. God has given you. Divine instruction, and all you are doing day and night is looking at how many hours you can do things. You are looking at the pleasure you can gain within the day. You are looking at the cushioning of the moment. You are looking at the pleasure of the moment. But I'm about to tell you that God has got a bigger plan that your present obedience will open the future glory for the next generation. Come on, count on God. Is counting on your efforts, God is counting on every piece of instruction He has given Given to you, the Bible said uh, when he told Solomon to build a temple through the father, I what do you call him David. Uh, the Bible said God gave him specific instruction, and I want you to understand the specificity of God uh, must be followed accurately. Tap your neighbor and say, Don't or treat What God is saying, uh, I'll be with you in a minute. I'm tapping myself here. Uh, that seven seven point is that uh, both for long truly really submitted to the uh, uh, to being sacrificed, both of them divinely accepted the fact that they must be sacrificed. Now, what I want you to understand that in their respective account, both Jesus and I Isaac. Much you must understand that during the time Abraham was offer offering Isaac, you will understand through the presentation, the historicity, and the historical background of them, you will understand that Isaac might have been stronger than Abraham. Abraham could have been defeated by his own son Isaac, but he submitted under authority. Say authority. The report of Jesus also made us understand that there are numerous details within the scriptures for you to understand that Jesus could have easily escaped dying on the cross. But he accepted the responsibility and even in Gethsemane we saw the background of the significance of not resisting what God was saying. In Acts chapter 8 verse 32 and 35 you will understand that he was laid as a sheep. To, he was led as a seed to, to be slaughtered Isaac was perfectly capable of fighting back but he decided not to fight look at your neighbor and say please God is counting on you come on come on look at, look at your neighbor and say God is counting on you I don't know who I am preaching to this day But I want you to understand that God has got a pattern in heaven. God has got a prescription in heaven. When you have a prescription and you go to the pharmacy, they can't give you anything but the prescription. What does it mean? Heaven, I've given you a prescription. And every now and then when you become so sentimental, when you become so conscious of your senses, you begin to walk out of the presence of God. When you want to walk with God and when heaven is counting on you, you the bible said jesus said i know there are young people playing around i know there are people who are doing what they want to do but jesus said i must do the work of him who sent me during days because the hour cometh when i may not be able to do what the master is calling me to do under the sound of my voice right now i know we are gathered here because heaven is counting on somebody don't look at yourself as a mere person the movement of this ministry to the next level who would have known that is in the hands of this young people by their commitment and dedication to listen to the obedience of the voice of authority in this house to obey leadership and say please we need the organists in this house we need big guitarists in this house their commitment was not just an ordinary commitment but it is open up for those who have not even come here yet that when they come into the presence of God they will receive the shakana glory I don't know how natural it may look. But I want you to understand that when you became born again, kid. started placing a prescription on your life. And therefore your life cannot be carried anyhow. Your life cannot be handled anyhow. You cannot intoxicate yourself with any group of people. But you have to be conscious about what you do. How you do it. I love it when Galatians says. Paul said I am no, more, no longer living. He said the life that I now. Leave it, it's in the hands of God and it's the life of God. I don't know who you are right now, but I want to plead with you when you sleep when you have to be awake, when you have to labor, when you have to be awake, when you have to fight when you have to be, when you have to fight, when you begin to sleep, when you begin to eat, when you have to plant, it means that you are disappointed in heaven. But I know that people gathered here today are people who are ready to fight to make sure that the purpose of heaven is executed Uh, tap your neighbor and say please heaven is counting on you I don't know who you are, but uh, uh, some of us are going through some difficult time. Uh, In First Corinthians chapter nine, verse sixteen, it says, "For we preach, uh, for if I preach the gospel, uh, I have nothing to boast of, uh, for necessity is laid upon me. Yes, uh, war is me. If I do not preach the gospel, Uh, what Paul was saying was that uh, it's saying that there are so many objections, uh, there are so many rejections, uh, there are so many problems. That will come your way. He also said that we are pressed on every side, but we are not crushed, we are persecuted, not abandoned. Precious one, I want you to understand that today carries the burden of a great movement. It doesn't matter how long you have been down, but if you begin to remember that you can't be down because heaven is counting on you, then you will understand that you see it as a necessity. Somebody shout, Necessity. John chapter 9 verse 4. It said, I must work the work of him who sent me. Whilst it is day, the night cometh, when no man can work. Precious one, God gave you what he gave to you. Not just for your own benefit, but to, f- to benefit the next generation. If we sit in this house, maybe you have strength today to do what you have to do. I remember when Brother Ok was telling me, I wish I had the strength during those days to be able to learn how to play the instrument his inability to learn at those days, it's forfeiting his current ableness to play the keyboard this time. Why? Because he couldn't meet the leader. God is counting on somebody that is ready to fight. Tell your neighbor, be ready to fight. I saw my Bible when my Bible was. Thank you, thank you, Moses, for bringing this. I saw my Bible when my Bible was talking about David. I want you to understand. The easiness of things is not the indication that God is in. The easiness of something doesn't mean God is in. The obstructions and the objections of t- situation doesn't mean God is also not in. The Bible said that when David was when David was in the in the bush in the desert when he was being encountered by lions and bears do you know he could have easily run away from there and it would have been justifiable but his fighting was that which opened him up for the prophetic word of god to come to pass in the book of first king chapter 17 verse 9 the bible said that God said to Elijah, he said, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belong to Zedoph. And dwell there, behold, I have commanded a widow to feed you there, to sustain you. Let me tell you something here. The gospel, when the gospel started, it was not done on the, prom- the, 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 the premise of cheap things. The current ministries, the current believers, the, the, the reason why the church is not moving forward as it should is that we treat the church as a secondary platform. What do I mean? When you treat the church as a secondary platform, if I don't know what to do with myself, if I have enough time, I will follow what God said. When you look at the instruction God gave to, Saul, uh, to Abraham, the Bible says he woke up early in the morning, which means that he objected everything he was supposed to do and he obeyed God. When you check in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, when the church started, the Bible said that people were selling their properties. Do you think that a, temp, a, a, a secondary investment environment deals with selling houses and selling our gold and diamond to support the work of the ministry? People think that you only... That is when God even got upset. When people were sacrificing golden and sheep that had blind eye on one side... A decapitated feet, which means that they wanted to give God what they don't want. God is counting on you, and He's counting on your best. The woman at the woman at the woman at The Bible says she didn't have so much, she has something. To say. Her obedience to the voice of God made it possible to sustain the prophetic word. Praise the Lord. It may be your last resource, but when you hear the word of God and you know that that is what is to require of you, precious one, God is counting on the church. The kingdom has never been dealt with in a cheaply way. It was costly. The ministry of Jesus started when he caused people to be unemployed in certain parts to make them employed in certain parts. He stopped. It was not that Peter, go back to fishing and come back when you feel like. He said, come back and follow me. He said, follow me and I will make you. The church must understand that when you are following God, there are times you may not understand him, but it's a sacrificial work. Abraham offering Isaac, even though he obeyed God, has made it possible for me and you to understand the death of Jesus. In Luke chapter 19 verse 31, He said, if anyone asks you, why are you losing it? That shall say to him, because the Lord is in need of it. Another translation said, because the master is in need of it. And every now and then, when you begin to commit, people will begin to accuse you. People will begin to talk about you. But the the answer you should give to them is not to back out, but to fight and say, the master is in need of me. We saw that happening in Acts chapter 4. I want to plead with somebody under the sound of my voice. We are living in the dispensation. You saw that when the church was sharing everything in common. Supporting the work of God has now become a secondary. If I don't have anything to do with my money before, i support God. Precious one, the next generation coming will not see the glory of God. Why? Because we were not able to sustain it. Gone were those days when we had misery. Who had sons and daughters like we do? Who, didn't, who knew the importance of education but had to go with their children and believe God that as we move around they'll receive the good education. But now we are so conscious about properties. We are so conscious of, about our own gratification. We are so conscious about what we can do. But God is counting on somebody for the next generation. We saw a man called Ananias and Zafiria. When they ought to support the work of God, God has made way for them. God has made room for them to receive wealth in their life. Now God is requiring of you to be of the same benefit to the body of Christ. They decided to keep part and give some. Let me tell you a secret here. Ananias and Sapphira didn't give what belonged to God. And they didn't enjoy anything. The money they kept behind. Who enjoyed it? Nobody. Life has been made. We are looking for men and women. The church has refused. Pastors are quitting. I know of a church just very close by. The pastor came one Sunday. and said, I'm gone. I'm going to do business back again. Who is going to lose? Those who must perfect the saint are now frustrated, bettered. We're looking for people to do the work of the ministry. They want to come as and when they want to come. Do you think our generation had that? I was talking to a pastor's wife not too long ago. I said, I want you to look at the way the people who were ahead of us. The pastor's wife who trained us and brought us up. Look at the way you are behaving. Is that how they behave? Don't know. We had mothers and mothers who were able to have time with their children and teach their children the word of God. And that made us what we are. But this time, we are saying there is no time. We'll see what the next generation will carry. God is counting on somebody. God, were those days when people could sell their house and use it to support the gospel, people could do business and invest the money into gospel preaching, into crusade. How many crusades do we see around now? They are gone. Our children don't even know what you could say this about. Why? Because when it go to our time, we have disobeyed God and we have rejected God. Therefore, what can God do? God is now preparing young ones in the, in the desert. He's now preparing them and they will come out. The gospel will never die because Jesus said, I will build my church and the gate of hell will not prevail. The gospel must be preached. We are looking for men and women who will say that the gospel must be preached. When Abraham offered Isaac, he said, God will take care of me. We have become so quarantined with excuses. We have become so addicted with excuses. In some 127, verse 1 to 7, it said, useless. <laughs> Let me read this properly. He said unless the lord build the house they that labored come on you don't know what i'm talking about it doesn't matter who labors it doesn't matter who works 24 hours they labored in vain this is not a joke it doesn't matter how well you labor don't know god is come i feel When one takes the work of the ministry, must it be a burden? Must it become a burden? Because no man, even Moses, had people to hold his hands. You have excuses. We have a lady who was teaching these young people out to play the instrument. A, a strong woman moving around. She's now hospitalized. She's in the house now. All you want is excuses. You want to build, you want to build property. I've been telling you, you may think you have me every time, you don't have me every time. Tomorrow, and what will be sad is, you will see something, listen, everything that is good, doesn't just happen. Everything that is good, you fight. Bible has become something else. Some of us, we have to stop saying the Lord is my shepherd. You you have to stop saying it because you don't mean what you're saying. If you know the Lord is your shepherd, you will trust him. Excuse us. When the Bible said they that labored labored in vain. They a "They that watch over the city. They watch in vain if the Lord has watch. And sometimes I look at things. When I woke up this morning. Let me, let me tell you something that we pray. Let's have a, you know, when Moses was called by God. Do you know Moses if it was not the mandate of God upon him, he had a better life. Hmm? But necessity was placed upon him. You, You think when you cut me, it is not blood that comes out, it's blood. It's blood. A lot of genuine men of God have quit the job because of the stress people who must God is counting on somebody. I know of a church not too long ago. I was told that the leadership sat down and said, We have to make Pastor come on with time. And somebody said, I will pay this extra, I will do this extra, I will do this extra. And one of them said, I will leave my house. That, that person, <laughs> when somebody, a foolish person should hear that, you know what he say? Hey, How many people do you? does she know how much you get for it? But when you know what... Listen. I don't know how to... There's a truth I've discovered. And when I look at the truth, it is so scarce that you don't even... It is so obvious, but it is... And see you are fighting listen your children you can't you can protect your children but if God doesn't protect them your protection is 0.001 because much of where they will be without your control is more than where they will be with your control. When it even comes to, churches are shutting down around here. Churches around, they are shutting down. Why? Because they don't have the funds to support it. When it got to our time to support the work of God, you are telling me you have a project. You will see. God himself knew your project. Solomon saw what God can do. He said, I will finish his house first before I will build mine. And so far as he finished goes One, he finished his also. When he got to our time, we had our mother going for choir practice. The things we are doing are not new; they were done by our predecessors. They did it. And when they got to our time, sometimes some people ask me, "How do you?" <laughs> Let's say some people say this. Don't ask me. Don't say it again. If you have been saying it, I don't know how you do it, or oh, you know how I do it, but you are not ready to do it. Our mothers were going for choir practice before it got to your tent. At the age of 15, I had young people who gathered together in a church building. And they were just practicing keyboard. It didn't just start on you. You are just continuing what God will do in the future. So must it be a burden? No, we fight. The reason why the world is... is, Look, pornography is being sponsored by rich people. The gospel cannot move forward without money. The gospel, number one, we need the presence of God, the move of God. Then we need money to move it forward. There are many people who are pastors who have prayed and prayed and prayed without the support they need financially and they shut their churches down. Why? If there are 100,000 people here and there are no mechanism for them to hear the gospel, do you think microphones without microphones will hear the gospel? I don't know even how Jesus did it. Praise the Lord. We are about to have our communion. I pray that today you will change. I pray that today our life will be a life of purpose. We will say that we know God has got a purpose for us. I pray that may the Lord cement us consolidate our mind cement us make our mind become renewed as the bible said that who has got the mind of christ that he may instruct may we have the mind of christ in the name of jesus may our life never be the same may we rise up out of the ashes may we take all sad cloth off and begin to fight for the gospel Begin to move the gospel forward. Turn it to experience the gospel. Turn it to experience the revival of God. May we have men and women who are willing to sacrifice in the mighty name of Jesus. I bless you. In the name of Jesus, we we'll call it done. In Jesus' name. Amen.